music, don't it? <laughs> yeah, gotta get it out the mud, that's the only way to win. Who am I to point the finger like I never ever seen? Being through the ups and downs like the letter in. They don't let you through the dope, better kick that again. Cause that's the only way to win. That's the only way to go. Gotta get it out the mud. Gotta get it out the flow. Cause that's the only way to go. Let's go. Shoot. Lights out. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the year 2023 and shooting lights out. I am your host, Tony the Putting Nigga Silence here. I thank y'all for tuning in with those of you who are watching on YouTube, those of you who are listening to whatever platform you listen to for this podcast. Happy New Year. Hope you had a great New Year's Day. Hope you enjoyed everything. Uh, today episode gonna jump right into it i not gonna get into a lot of stuff got got some recaps to do got a heat check got a flavor file and got some games for you to watch and that'll be it for today so you know go ahead just go ahead and get started so we can run the fast break controls it james all the way in for the slam by adams his sixth moran blows by primo attack And we're running the fast break, college basketball edition. We're going to start off with the ladies, ladies and gentlemen. As you see on your screen, those of you who are watching on YouTube, Katie Clark and the 12th point Iowa Hawkeyes upset it by the fighting alignment of Illinois 90 to 86. Cart had 32 points to lead the Hawkeyes, but it wasn't enough as the fighting alignment upset the Hawkeyes, giving them their fourth loss. Of the season. Speaking of which, we go down to the ACC where number seven Virginia Ted hosted 13 right North Carolina and the back and forth battle. It was the Lady Hoagies of Virginia Tech taking down the Tar Heels 68 to 65 in a top 15 matchup. And sticking in the ACC, ooh, the Q Dome was almost was almost in a celebratory mode. Sixth-ranked NC State Wolfpack escaped the Q down with a 56-54 lead over the Lady Orangemen of Syracuse. Continue on from the ladies' side. We also had, we saw the Ohio State Buckeyes take down the arch rival, the Michigan Wolverines, in the top 15 matchup, 66-57. We had Indiana, who needed overtime. To survive Nebraska and surviving, they did, but in overtime, then but like 12 nothing overtime, Indiana over Nebraska, 74 to 62. And then in the Pac 12, the Beavers of Oregon State upset number 10, UCLA, 77 to 72. The Lady Bruins suffered a second loss of their season, a big one in Carvallis. Those were the ladies recap. Let's go to the men's side, shall we? Then on the men's side, you're kicking it right out. Number two, UConn takes their first L of the season to the 22nd rank at Xavier, 83-73. Big win for the Musketeers. UConn suffered their first defeat of the season. A team that avoided the upset is the reigning defending national champions, this fourth-ranked Kansas Kansas 
Jayhawks. Oh, they got a tough one from Oklahoma State, but 69-67, the reigning defending champion survived at home over the Cowboys. Another close game took down in Tempe, Arizona, when the Arizona State Sun Devils hung in there for most of the game, gave the fifth-ranked Wildcats of Arizona all they can handle for the Battle of Arizona, but it was the fifth-ranked Wildcats taking 69-60. And then finally, we go to the Red River shootout in basketball. It was Texas being ranked sixth, and Norman, Oklahoma, took on their arch rival, the Oklahoma Sooners, a back-and-forth affair. And look at here, Texas has made it, I believe, seven consecutive wins in Norman, Oklahoma. Over the Oklahoma Sooners by winning over this one, 70 to 69. Big win for Texas to avoid the upset. A team that didn't avoid the upset in the Big 12 is 12th ranked Baylor, ladies and gentlemen. They took their turners up to Ains, Iowa, and they did not come back victorious. 77 62. The Cyclones of Iowa State take down the Baylor Bears by 15. But that's not all that went down in the Big 12 because Kansas State Wildcats 12 and 1 on the season, not ranked. They will be ranked when a new post come up because they took down 24th rank West Virginia 82 to 76. Big win for the Wildcats. Not a good, not a good loss for the West Virginia Mountaineers and Bob Huggins. Hey, that was your basketball recap of oh, us running the fast break. Controls it. James all the way in for the slam. By Adams, his sixth. Morant blows by Primo. Attack. The Playmakers blog is proudly to announce that it is sponsored by Fanatics. Fanatics, where you can get all your official license, sports gear, memorabilia, whether it's for the National Football League, the National Basketball Association, Major League Baseball, National Hockey League, or even International Soccer League, or even college sports. So whip your team, whip the hardware, get comfortable, because Fanatics is the way to go. Where sports fans shop, and official license everything. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Shooting Lights Out. Real quickly, uh, we do have a special going on on Fernandez right now. If using the promo code TOASTY, that is T-O-A-S-T-Y, you can get up to 60% off on your, on your order. That is TOASTY, T-O-A-S-T-Y. Up to 60% off site wide today. So go ahead and take advantage of that. And as you can see here, those of you who are watching on YouTube, you see the logo of the Minnesota Timberwolves. And you're probably asking yourself, why are you looking at the Minnesota Timberwolves? What does the playmaker have in store when it comes to the Minnesota Timberwolves? So here you go. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I am putting the Minnesota Timberwolves in the flagrant foul category for this week to kick off the new year. And you probably ask yourself, why is the Minnesota Timberwolves hitting a flagrant foul? Well, ladies and gentlemen, 
you're going to find out exactly why they are getting a fragrant foul. Ladies and gentlemen, the Minnesota Timberwolves are currently 16 and 21 on the season. They are ranked 11th in the Western Conference. As you can see here, when you when you're looking at the numbers right here, those of you who are watching on YouTube, you see that the Minnesota Timberwolves are 15th in scoring at 114.4. But if you look at the end of the screen, you will see they are 22nd in the point points allowed because uh, they give up 115.9, which pretty much is 116 at this moment in time. Nevertheless, they don't defend well. And more to it, ladies and gentlemen, they are 24th in rebounding at 42.1 points a game, rebounds a game. And they are 11 assists at 25.4. So, I mean, you see, if you still are confused right now, this will help you understand some things. They, this is the entire month of December, ladies and gentlemen, that you see on your screen, those who are watching on YouTube, those who are listening on to the audio version. To end the year, ladies and gentlemen, the Minnesota Timberwolves went 5 and 10 in the month of December. 5 and 10. And part of that 5 and 10 includes the current six-game losing streak they are currently on as of right now. Now that you understand why they are in this playoff foul, this is the Minnesota Timberwolves team that made the playoffs last year. Going through the, uh, going through, you know, the play-in and doing what they need to do against the Clippers and getting in and giving Memphis all they can handle in, in the first round last year. You had big coats and you got Carl Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert traded to the team. You still got Anthony Everett, the Russell. You still like what you got when it comes to the Minnesota Timberwolves, and you expect bigger and better things to happen. I'm gonna get to Carl Anthony Towns in a minute, and part of the reason why the Timberwolves went five and ten in the month of December, and currently have a six-game losing streak. They are seven. They are three and seven. They last ten, as you can see. Those who are watching on YouTube. They lost to the Clippers back on December 4th before they won their three games in a row, being OKC, Chicago, and Dallas, before they lost their six in a row, which includes Dallas, Boston, Miami, New Orleans, Milwaukee, and Detroit. Ladies and gentlemen, six in a row. Six in a row. This is the six games in a row that they have lost. Now, when you look at this and you ask yourself, how could they lose six in a row? Well, you see Dallas. What well, did they beat Dallas the previous day? Yep, and they lost the other one. At Boston, okay. At Miami, Miami's a tricky team. New Orleans is playing very good ball. Milwaukee is Milwaukee. But you lost to Detroit at home to, to end the year. Okay? Then you look at it. Part of this six-game lose streak is that the fact they gave up back-to-back 43-point games. You see Zion here, and you see Giannis here. Well... Back on December 28th, when they played the New Orleans Pelicans at home, Zion Wilson went for a career high of 43 points. He had three rebounds and five assists, but he had 43 points when the Pelicans beat the Minnesota Timberwolves or at New Orleans, by the way. 119 to 118. Anthony Edwards had 27 points. DeAndre Russell had 27 points. Rudy Gobert had 10 points. 
It wasn't enough to stop Zion Wilson from scoring 43 and beating you by one. What a shame. And then the very next game, December 30th at Milwaukee. You get beat 123 to 114. Anthony Edwards scored 30 points, 10 boards. Uh, Russell had 15 points, seven assists, five boards. No Rudy Gobert in that game. They didn't play him. They gave him a rest. And Giannis went for 43 and 20. Giannis literally had 43 points, 20 rebounds, and five assists. Now, the fact that you didn't have Rudy Gobert was probably the reason why Giannis got the 20. He probably got the 15, maybe maybe 12. But 20 is a staggering number. And he's dropped 43 as well. So those two games on December 28th at New Orleans and December 30th at Milwaukee, you both gave up 43 points to one player. To one player. Now, during this losing streak here, Anthony Edwards, the leader, the, the, the star of the team, I don't want to say leader of the team, but star of the team, is what he has been doing since during this losing streak. 28.1 points per game, shooting 51.6 from the field, 36.4 three-point range, giving you five and a half rebounds and four assists. These are the numbers that you need from, from a star caliber player like Anthony Edwards, which you're getting. Yet, you're on a six-game losing streak. Does he have help? Some of you are asking. D'Angelo Russell doing the losing streak is scoring 18.2 points per game, shooting 42.7 from the field, shooting a whopping 26.8 from three-point range, giving you four rebounds and seven assists. These two gentlemen combined, Anthony Edwards and D'Angelo Russell, they are giving you roughly 46 points a game, 10 and a half rebounds a game, and 11 assists. Sounds like good numbers, right? Sounds like really good numbers. You should be on this. You should not be on a six-game losing streak, but you are. And then that brings me to Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert doing this losing streak is giving you eleven point two points per game, shooting eighty percent from the field, which means he's not taking a lot of shots to when he scores eleven points a game, giving you nine about nine and a half rebounds a game and three point four assists. So you're getting a double. You basically getting a double double from Rudy Gobert. You have you have Edwards and Russell combined for 46 points a game. You have Rudy Gobert's 11 in there, and you like you had 57 between the three. You're getting, you're getting a good amount of rebounds. You're getting about 20 rebounds a game. And you're averaging about 15 assists a game with, the, with these three. Nevertheless, you're on a six-game losing streak. Six-game losing streak. To be honest, I don't know what's going on because – oh, I do know what's going on because uh, – Carl Anthony Towns has been out since November 28th, meaning he missed the entire month of December. The entire month of December, ladies and gentlemen, the entire month. Now, if we go back, if you look at the month of December for the Timberwolves, you will see here five and ten in the month of December. Without Car Anthony Towns. Okay. Now you're talking about a guy when he was playing, giving you 20.8 points a game, 8.2 rebounds a game, and 5.3 assists a game. That's a big difference. 
we say at least to, to most people's lives, especially those who know and study the game of basketball. Uh, losing that kind of production does hurt. Part of the reason why you're five and ten in the month of December and you're losing six in a row. The funny thing is, though, the first game that I'm calling the town, you beat the Memphis Grizzlies. You, you, you beat the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, let me go back because that's the last game of November for them. And that was the first game they missed Car Anthony Towns because Car Anthony Towns got hurt against the uh, Washington Wizards, their previous game before that in the nation's capital. But the first game, and we're going all the way back to let me think. Let's see. This game took place November 30th. Actually, the last the final day of November. It was in Minnesota. And you beat the Memphis Grizzlies 109 to 111. John Morant had 24 points, five boys, and six assists. But Anthony Edwards, 29 points. Daniel Russell, 15 points. You had Noel come off the bench and give you 24 points. And you and, and you and you beat the Timberwolves and you beat the Grizzlies to end the month, the end of month of November. And then the month of December hit in, as I don't say this numerous times already, five and ten in the month of December. Like, it is terrible. It is very terrible of you guys. And now we still don't know when Carton Town is coming back. So your next game is tonight. When you host the Denver Nuggets at 8 p.m. And the Denver Nuggets are on a bit of a roll right now. 12, 24, and 12 on the year. And number one in the West are the Denver Nuggets, led by a back to back league MVP, Nokia Jokic the Joker. And right now he's averaging 25.7 points a game. 10.9 rebounds a game and 9.5 assists a game. He's down there averaging a triple double. Now, in Minnesota, if you want to be taken a little bit more seriously that people was trying to do at the beginning of the season, a win against the Denver Knights will get you in the right direction. Then after that, you have Damon Lillard and the Portrait Blazers coming to Minnesota. And then you got Corral and the Portrait coming in after that. Before you have a couple of road games between the Houston Rockets and the Detroit Pistons, one which you already lost to the Detroit Pistons. Matter of fact, that was the final game of your six games that you lost. 116 to 104 to the Detroit. Yeah, but Houston team is Houston. Before you come back on, you have to deal with Phoenix, Cleveland, and Utah. Before you go to Denver for another matchup with the Denver Nuggets, and before the Toronto Raptors come across the border to the Twin Cities. So your next 10 games are not very easy. You will hope you can beat the Rockets and the Pistons at least. And probably still some games, probably one of the two Denver games that you got. Maybe the Utah game, maybe the Toronto game. But as far as that, it's not looking good for Minnesota right about now. It's going to be get even tougher. You need to find out when you're getting caught Anthony Towns by because if not... Yeah, you might be on the segment again called Flagrant Foul with your name like this that is appearing on the screen for people who are watching on YouTube right now. So, Minnesota, you might want to get it together, okay? I'm just saying, you might want to get it together because this right here doesn't look good. Five games on the 500. 
11 in the West, not what people expected. They expected better from you. So Minnesota, get it together. We begging you, get it together. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Shooting Lights Up with the Playmaker Down on here. As you see on your screen, I got some games for you to watch before I get to my final. Which is the heat check. First off, we're going to start off with the ladies, as you can see today, ladies and gentlemen, at 2 p.m. The 16 ring Maryland Terrapins will be on the road to take on the Rutgers of Scarlet Knights. Should be an easy game for the Lady Terrapins to win a business against the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, but you never know when it comes to basketball. 2.30, 30 minutes after the first game tips off, we have a top 20 showdown. Stanford, California with the number two ranked Cardinals of Stanford hosting 18 ranked Wildcats of Arizona. 12 and one versus 14 and one. It should be a doozy down in Stanford between the Cardinals and the Wildcats. Speaking of doozy, 7 p.m. at primetime match on the SEC Network tonight. The reigning defending national champions, the South Carolina Gangos, who remain the top team in the country. They are in Athens, Georgia, to face off against the 11 and 4 Bulldogs of Georgia. Now, let's see if the Lady Bulldogs can continue on what their football team has done in beating Ohio State and making themselves. Relevant for next money when they play in the national championship game, but can the Georgia Bulldog ladies do something that has not been done yet this season to take down number one? That's today. Tomorrow for the ladies, we have Penn State and Michigan doing back up and in Auburn, Michigan in the Big Ten showdown. That's at 1 p.m. It is 7 p.m. The Lady Yukon with Jim Gino or Emma back on schedule and for Working her way back to the lineup. They are at Butler. Could be a tricky game for the for the Huskies there. And then also at seven on ESPN Plus, we have a top twenty. We have a top twenty-five showdown in the big in the Big Twelve. When twenty-third ranked Baylor Bears had the Norman Oklahoma take on twentieth ranked Oklahoma. Ten and three, eleven and one. Bears Sooners. It should be a dandy one. And those of you who got ESPN Plus, you will be treated to a very, very excellent game between the Lady Bears and the Lady Sooners. So do not miss that game tomorrow. That's the lady side. Let's go to the men's side for college basketball. Tomorrow, starting off in the SEC, we have a top 
25 showdown down in Knoxville, Tennessee, as the seven-ranked Tennessee Volunteers play host to the 21st-ranked Mississippi State Bulldog. Both teams coming in at 11 and 2. A big win for either team will be will be a good on their resume. Can the Volunteers keep it rolling? I begin to a little bit of a shaky start earlier. They survived some games and they lost a couple of games they probably shouldn't have. But can the Volunteers keep it rolling and keep it showing? Sticking in the ACC for tomorrow from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. from ESPN 2 to ESPN. 19 ranked the 9 and 4 Kentucky Wildcats, who are having a very shaky year thus far. They are at home. They are in World Korean, but they have a 12 and 1 LSU Tigers team come walking in there. There should be an interesting battle between the Tigers and the Wildcats up in Rupp Arena. John Calipari trying to get his troops in order to make that run. It's about that time to make that run. We are in the month of January. We got February and a little part of March before we get into March Madness. So it's around that time for John Calipari to get the Kentucky Wildcats rolling. Let's see, can he get a start against a 12-1 LSU team? At 9 p.m. on the ACC Network tomorrow, we'll have an ACC battle up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. When the Pitt Panthers at 10 and 4 on the season, are we playing host to 13th rank, 10 and 2, Virginia Cavaliers? The Cavaliers lost a couple of games since since the last time we talked about them when we gave them a heat check during that uh, difficult time. They had lost a couple of games, but can they get the ship going against a very good Pitt Panthers team? I must say. Don't sleep on the Panthers. Virginia become playing some ball because they if not, they will get caught. Around the same time, after you get done watching Mississippi State and Tennessee on ESPN two, stick around on ESPN two because we gonna they gonna take you from Knoxville to Lobit, Texas, as the ten and three Red Raiders play host to the reigning defending national champions and fourth ranked Jayhawks of Kansas and a Big Twelve showdown that I'm pretty sure. Kansas should know because Bill Self has fucked it a couple of times. Texas Tech, love it, Texas. Not an easy spot to win at. But can Kansas keep it going and continue rolling with their national championship and sticking with the Big 12 on tomorrow at 9 p.m. around the same time as Kansas and Texas Tech go at it? The other Kansas, Kansas State Wildcats, they are in the other part of Texas. That'll be Austin, Texas, to take on the Sith Rank Longhorns of Texas. Both teams coming in at 12 and 1. Somebody's got to take their second loss of the season. Longhorns have been ruined as of late, so has Kansas. So a streak will be ending. A team that has momentum will come to a halt in Austin, Texas, when this is all said and done. So look forward to that's a good slate for you guys tomorrow. Starting off with Tennessee and Mississippi State and finishing off with Kent, with Kansas State and Texas. You do there's a there's some good basketball to be watching tomorrow for college. And then we go on to the fourth, ladies and gentlemen. We go to Thursday, January 4th. The Wake Forest Demon Deacons, 10 and 4 in the season. They are in Chapel Hill to face off with 25th rank and a shocking start to a nine and five record. UNC Tar Heels. Can UNC find the spark that they need to rekindle what took place last year? Because nine and five is not what a lot of people expected, especially the especially the Pokemon when they had you ranked number one in the preseason. So very surprising start for North Carolina, but they can get it. They can turn it in the right direction with a big win over a ten and four Wake Forest team. 
Tony Ray Auburn, they are taking a trip to Athens, Georgia to face off with the Georgia Bulldogs, who are surprisingly 10 and 3 on the season, to say the least. A very surprising 10 and 3. So, Bruce Pearl, you can't walk into Athens against a Mike White team and expect to win. You should know about Mike White from the days in Florida because when he was coaching the Gators, he gave Bruce Pearl and the Auburn Times a good run for their money. A few of them times. So, that should be interesting to see. Uh, Miami. From the SEC to the ACC, as the 14 ring Hurricanes of Miami 13 and 1 having a stellar season thus far, they are going into the ATL to take on the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. You would think Miami would should win this one quite easily, but the Yellow Jackets are known for putting out some sneaky upsets every once in a while. So Miami might want to tread lightly in this one. Sticking in the ACC, 17 ring Duke Blue Devils, they are in Raleigh, North Carolina. And a showdown that I would love to watch between the Duke Blue Devils and the NC State Wolfpack. Duke coming in at 11-3, NC State coming in at 11-4. This could be a very doozy one in the ACC. The Wolfpack can make a name for themselves by taking down Duke, and Duke can get themselves running back in the right direction post-Coach K era with the win over North Carolina. All right. From the ACC to the Big East, because we talking UConn, who is coming off a first loss of the season to the Xavier that we mentioned earlier. Now they're on the road to Providence. And that is 8-30 on the FS1 on Thursday. Can UConn bounce back from suffering that defeat of their first loss of the season and their first conference loss of the season? But you're going to get a Providence fire team who can shoot the ball just like an Xavier team can, and they can play some good defense. So UConn could be up for another battle, for another test, and they could be, they could have their second consecutive loss. But UConn, they usually get back to what they do best, being big and tall on the inside and hitting them business. So we'll see if the UConn Huskies can stave off another upset. From then to back to the SEC, because at 8.30 p.m. on on the ACC Network Thursday, January 4th. The Missouri Tigers, those surprising Missouri Tigers at 12 and 1. They are in Fayetteville, Arkansas, to take on the ninth ranked Razorbacks of Arkansas, who are 11 and 2. It should be a doozy one on the ACC Network between Arkansas and Missouri. And your final one for games to watch for the men's side of college basketball, take you back to the Big 12, where you will see the 12 and 1. Point frauds that are ranked 18th in the country of TCU. They are in Waco, testing to take on 12th Wayne Baylor at 10 and 3, 9 p.m. on the ESPN2 network. Those are that. NBA games to look out for. Starting tonight, you have Phoenix and New York getting together at 3. You got New Orleans and the 76ers at 7 p.m. That should be a very fun one to watch. Then you have the Miami Heat. They are in the City of Angels to take on the Los Angeles Clippers tonight. And then tomorrow, you have the Sacramento Kings visiting Salt Lake City against the Utah Jazz with two teams that have been surprising at some point since time in this season. And then on Thursday, the Phoenix Suns will take a visit to Cleveland, Ohio, to face off with the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's a good fun way. Speaking of, see how healthy Devin Booker is. But if he's healthy, you're talking Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Darius Callen, DeAndre Ayton, Jonathan Allen. It's a lot of matchups in this Phoenix Suns Cleveland game. 
And then finally at 7 p.m., the new the Indiana Pacers taking on the Philadelphia 76ers. When we come back, we're gonna get into our final time of the day, and we're gonna hit you. The Playmakers Bar is proudly to announce that it lettered a partnership deal with Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Stream live sports from any device that you have, whether it is your computer, laptop, or even your cellular device. Catch breaking news live when it happens and enjoy a mountain of entertainment from movies to shows to whatever you love doing. Paramount Plus. Plan starts at $4.99 a month, but right now, you can get a free trial. Just hit that link below with the Playmakers blog and start your free trial right now. Paramount Plus, Mountains of the Entertainment. And to cap off shooting lights off for the first edition of the 2023 season, we're going heat check. And yes, yo, those of you who are watching on YouTube, you see Luca Dodgers on your screen because the heat check is on him and the Dallas Mavericks. Ladies and gentlemen, the Dallas Mavericks are currently right now 21 and 16, fourth in the West, 18th in scoring with 112.6, 30th in rebounding at 38.8. 28th and assists at 22.1. Yet, they are fifth in defense. Our opponents' points per game is fifth, and they only give up 110.4. The Dallas Mavericks have won six in a row, ladies and gentlemen, led by Luka Doncic. 34.2 30, points per game, 8.7 rebounds a game, 8.9 assists per game. He is getting some help from like so Christian Wolves, who's giving them 17.7 points per game with not with 7.9 rebounds a game. Also, you have Spencer Dinwiddie chiming in with 16.3 points a game, 5.2 assists a game. Like I said, they won six in a row. They won seven of their last, they won seven of their last team, and they in the month of December, the same day like I did for Minnesota. The month of December, ladies and gentlemen. As you see on the screen, those who are watching on YouTube, 11 and 5. In the month of December, 11 and 5. They started the month winning their first three, lost day two, one, one, lost one, 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 lost two, and then they just ripped off six in a row. And it's the six in a row that is crazy to think about when it comes to the Dallas Mavericks. Okay. Those of you who are watching, the heat check is on Luka Doncic and Dallas Mavericks. As you can see, they won seven out of the last ten. They're six in a row: Minnesota, Houston, L.A., New York, Houston, and San Antonio. But it's all about him. As you can see, lights out player of the week, none other than Luka Doncic. This is the reason why they are eleven and five in the month of December. They he is the reason why they have won seven out of ten of the last game. Here's the reason why they are on a six-game winning streak. The man Luka Doncic is a beast among the Luka Doncic has three 50-point games in doing this six-game winning streak. So half of their running streak is because Luka is scoring at least 50. I want y'all to think about that. They won six in a row. 
half of those is because Luku has dropped at least 50. 50 in three of the games. 50. Starting off with, uh, you know, December 23rd at Houston, 50 points. Shotting. He had 50 points in that game. He shot 57.56.7% from the field. He shot 50% from three point range, and he added eight rebounds and 10 assists. That's 50-point game number one. 50-point game number two, and that game is was this ridiculous because of the circumstances. Uh, against the New York Knicks. Down nine with 30, 30 seconds to go. Luka Dundas brought them back to get them in overtime as they beat the New York Knicks 126-121. Luka had 61 points. No, 60 points with 21 rebounds and 10 assists. I'm saying that again. Against the New York Knicks, when they had to come back down nine and 33 seconds to win in overtime, Luka Doncic had 60 points, 21 rebounds, and 10 assists. The first ever 60-20-10 game in NBA history. And Luka was the one to do it. Against the New York Knicks. Good Christmas. This man, Michael Jordan never did it. Bill Russell never did it. Rip Chaney never did it. And Rip Chaney scored 100 points in that goddamn game. Kobe Bryant never did it. And he dropped 81 in a game. But Chaney hasn't done it. Don't wait. Wait. I can keep going. That man dropped 60, grabbed 21 rebounds. And tennis against the New York Knicks. By the way, just like a week or two weeks ago, we did a heat check on the New York Knicks because they were winning games. We did a we, we did a Burrow heat check when we talked about the Brooklyn Knicks and the New York Knicks because both teams won the winning streak. Brooklyn still went on the winning streak. They had 11 right now. And all of a sudden, New York has started to slide off. Part of that is because Luca did that to them. Okay. That was the second of the three 50 point games. He dropped 60. And then the third came on New Year's Eve, December 31st. He ended the year dropping 51 points, shooting 62% from the field, 60% from three, and just added, you know, six rebounds and nine assists. I guess the sounds going to first. What can be said about this man? I have no idea. And by the way, part of this six-game winning streak includes the Christmas Day game when they hosted the Los Angeles Lakers. And Luca went for 32 points, nine boards, and nine assists. And Christian Woods chipped in with 30 points, eight rebounds, and seven assists as they defeated the Lakers 124 to 115. I mean, I don't know what to tell you about how ridiculous. I mean, look, Mikhail Jokic. Can win MVP and lead a six-seeded team to the playoffs. There's no way in the hell unless Luca just stop being Luca for like the rest of the damn season. How Luca is not going to win MVP? Because the numbers I'm about to show you is going to show you why. During the six-game winning streak, Luca is averaging 42.2 points per game. He is shooting 59.2 percent from the field, 46.3 from three-point range, giving you 10.8 rebounds and 10.2 assists. During this running streak, the man is averaging a triple double during this six game winning streak. 
By the way, do we need to go back and look what he's doing overall in the season? Let's go back. Because there's nothing, there's no case you can make for anybody else to win MVP but Luka right now. He's averaging 34.2 points per game, giving you 8.7 assists and 8.9 rebounds. What more do you need from this guy? And you can't say he, he need to win games. They're fourth in the West right now. And the two years you gave it to Nikola Jokic. Did you did you see this? No. Was he around here dropping 50-point games? No. 60-point games? No. Luca is on a different level. And if Jason Kidd and the Maverick and Mark Cuban decided to get some a little bit more help, it's gonna be hell come to the NBA because Luca can't be stopped. It is it is remarkable what this guy is doing on his own. Christian Rules, yeah, you had yourself a 30-point game against the Lakers on Christmas Day. Good show. Tim Hardaway Jr. against the Minnesota Timberwolves back on December 21st. You you chimed in with 21 points. Spencer Dan really dropped in with 19 points. Uh that 60-point game that Luca dropped against the New York Knicks, then would have gave you 25, 6, and 5. Christian Woods gave you 19 and 9. Against the second time you played against the Houston Rockets when Luka went for 35, 12, and 13 in a 129, 114 win. The second time they played Houston, Woods gave you 21 to 6, Powell gave you 19, 6 off the bench, Hardaway Jr. gave you 18, and just Spencer Denwood gave you 15 and 6. I mean, but the main consistency you see, the main consistency is Luka, and what he's doing in this winning streak is just ridiculous, okay? There's nothing you can say to me as of right now. And Lord have mercy, I'm, I can't believe what I'm saying this. Look at that's just the MVP. He is the MVP. I don't want to hear nothing about Nikhil Jokic. I don't want to hear about Joel Embiid. I don't want to hear about Booker. I don't want to no, hear about none of them. Right now, the beginning of the year, January 2nd, 2023. Right now, the front runner for MVP is Luka Doncic. And the numbers tell you why. That man is doing something special. And his team is fourth and ease. Fourth and ease. Now, what can he do now that the new year has turned? Well, he begins tonight at Houston. So, as of right now, he already dropped a 50-point game against Houston back on the 23rd. And he had a 35-point triple-double the second time they meet. Now, they're going to meet again today. What is he going to do to them tonight? Then after that, we get to Friday. Oof. Oh, oh boy. TNT, January 5th versus Boston. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, walking walking in American Airlines Arena against Luca. That's something to watch. That's definitely something to watch. Then we get to Saturday. When Zion Wilson and the Noah Felton coming to town. Okay. Those two games were circling. I want to see what Luca does on that one. Then you go to OKC. On Sunday, back to back. Then you head to the Clippers on the 10th, then the Lakers on the 12th, which you already beat the Lakers. You dropped you drop 32 and 99 on Christmas Day against LeBron. Then you got to deal with Damian Lillard in back to back games on January 14th and 15th before you have a visit from Trey Young, the Atlanta Hawks, and Jimmy Butler in the Miami Heat. This is, this is the next 10 games for the Dallas Mavericks and Luka Doncic. Let's see, can he keep this monstrous streak up? Because this is ridiculous. I've never seen a streak like this. But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, the heat check. 
It's definitely Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks because right now, what y'all y'all been seeing, what y'all see through here, you know, on these slides, it's 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 ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. So that's all I gotta say. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching. Y'all have a good one. Shooting. Masterpiece.